Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Not, you know, not many people can say that they've been accosted by Jalen Lennon. It's a rarity. <laughs> it puts you in like a rare me category. And probably an ex-wife and a dog. Mm-hmm. The three of mm-hmm. Us. That's very true. But you got to tell me how to get there. Absolutely, you're doing you're doing just fine. You're doing just fine. Anyway, just I, I fine. <laughs> what was your latest? I, I uh, heard Lido Shuffle, and I thought oh. of you without a Yachtly crew. And Thank like, you. I think they do this one. And we like, do. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Lido. Yachtly oh, 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 oh. with the with the, with the Stony Shores. And that's when we're jumping. We're jumping, and we're driving. We have a, a, a qualified member of Yachtly crew in the hizzy right now. That's, That's right. We are here in the hizzy. Yeah. Uh, and don't plug, you forgizzy. Plug Yachtly crew <laughs> and don't you forget. All, all one of my listeners, which is you. Oh, I thank you. Thank you. <laughs> plug for your... You remind get, yourself when you're playing, Kurt. You, got, you actually got a chance to meet your, your fan in person. I love it. It's, that's a rarity right there. You get there. the royal treatment, kid. For the podcasters to hear. You know, this is like one of those raffles that they... Like when people win, it's like... Hang out for the day with with the uh, right. with the bandmate, or hang out for the day with your favorite podcaster. Right. Is what we get to do. So we are. You win, kid. We're simultaneously. Oh yeah, we're also. I, I should mention. Um, uh, we're we're uh, here with Craig Spivak from Craig Cast. Yeah, yeah, you should yeah. go listen to all of his great episodes. It's very improvisationary, and it's so uh, fun. Fun. It's like a cross. It's like a cross between improv and visionary. Improvisationary. Oh, in other words, I have I have no material or guess. Yeah, I can't afford right. any of it. That's right. So I got to make it up on, on my own. That's right. And you know, I mean, if you're at what was it? Oh, you just keep going straight. Um, what was the name of the place that you're at where J- Julian Lennon was accosting you? I was at a pickup sticks in uh, Northridge, Granada Hills, California. Uh, Chatsworth and some some sounds like a board game. <laughs> <laughs> I they just go. They just throw things in here, and you gotta, you gotta. They land on and, the ground. You gotta get. Yeah, hopefully, it lands in your mouth. I think they're yeah. too cheap for a plate. You know. Oh, they were horrible. I mean, they were horrible. Like, for whatever, I walk in there, and I wanted a combo. Mm-hmm. Just you know, just a nice variety stuff. You just say, hey, I have my Weight Watchers card. What can you get me? That I was. I didn't say I have my license. Was, yeah, I didn't say Weight Watchers part of it, but I was like, you really have to be super conscious of everything that you eat it's terrible absolutely everything you it's put your body terrible and i knew that all right i can only have certain amounts of this and that whatever and i'll try the combo the pot thai combo and with tofu and it seemed like a good deal and just the guy was like really strict it was 6 p.m and he's he all we don't serve that after 3 p.m oh, boy you know I was it's like, too Jesus, hard to make dude. that tofu it's way yeah. too hard i was like what Take so notch, bro now did they do they uh do they require you to count, quote, I'm putting this in quotes, count your calories, unquote? It's not calories you're counting. It's it's overall things. It's like four parts that go into it. And I, I don't know what, I can't remember what it's like. Calories and dietary fiber and sugar and whatever, something else. And it, then that is synthesized into a number. And that's that's your points for a meal. So you get, I get 27 points a day. Mm, mm. And I can spend them however I wish. But, you know, anything and everything you want to eat is like 20, 10, uh, 20, 30 points. You know what oh, I mean? So oh. so to get within your points, you've, you got to 
you know, eat less and vegetables. So if you eat 30 points one day, do you got to eat 24 the next? Do you try you, to do it that you, way? You, nah, I mean, you can, yeah, you can do that. But if you go over on your points one day, you get these flex points. So it gives you a little bit of wiggle room. But like on Sunday, I was on my cheat day and I did like 80 points. You know so what I mean? They, so do they have like gonna, a list of things that, that like... And I vomited up most of that card. Oh, I boy. Hope, no, I'm kidding. Oh, boy. What were you saying? What do you... you um, so, you okay, so do they have, like you say, certain certain things are points. Do they deem what is what kind of points? Like, 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 do they, do, do they have like a Carl's Jr. menu? Do they have a, like, like a yeah, jack-in-the-box can, thing? Like, yeah, do I they, can, do they itemize it like they that? They do. They actually, with the app, this is the new part. I've been on Weight Watchers before and they never had this, but they, some, some mensch, you know, God bless them. Uh, went into all the fast food places and, oh my God. and gave a points breakdown of just about anything and everything on every menu. And it's a nightmare, obviously. It's exactly what you think, you know. Like, we're, we're passing McDonald's right now, and, you know, a quarter pounder is probably 20 points. You know what I mean? Right. Cause it, and then I the get, fries is another 20. And then mm, your soda is a 10. So that's 50, mm. 50, 60 points just for one sitting of a McDonald's. Oh. And it's fucking crap anyways. You shouldn't be eating it. See what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, and they all circulate around that. You know, Burger King. There's no difference between a Burger King and McDonald's or any of this stuff. You can maybe get away with a salad or, you know, half the burger or some. You, they just don't want you eating there. That's their method of ah. showing you don't eat there. Right. And it right, works. Right. I've been like that for years. They're trying but, to curb you more towards a healthy right lifestyle, right. which is annoying. You know, so do you find that you? Because there must be. I'm imagining there are those foods out there that are still nutritious, which you can actually feel satisfied in filling your belly with, yet do not have a buttload of calories in them. You know, right? I, from from your mouth to God's ears, Mr. Clinton. Into <laughs> <laughs> God's ears. Guys truly wish, you know, you. it's really hard to overeat. If you overeat, you're, you're putting points up on the board. You know well, what I mean? I mean, because I'm thinking. That's the annoying part. Because I love the points must be based on like the calories or something that is involved with that 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 puts on the weight. Yes, I'm I'm imagining. So sugar, calories, fat, and something, and and then that's all. It's an equation algorithm, you know. Okay, so what are they? Okay, for instance, a big old thing of strawberries. Okay, one of those nice big things of strawberries. Fruits and vegetables are zero points. How, really? Yes, but ah, certain fruits are like a one point, and I think ah, I think I think strawberries are at that one point level. And if you overeat on strawberries, you're going to get penalized. That's like two or three or four or five points, depending. You can't, you can't, you know, you can't cheat the system that way. You, they got it all figured out. They got all the exits covered, Kurt. Trust me, I've tried. So it's horrible. Mm. It's horrible. So you could drink smoothies. No. That are, no. but made with strawberries, in, made with bananas, uh, made with, you in know. In theory. In theory, but when you start adding in all the fruits and fruitsy fruitsies, right, maybe there's some powder in That's there. That's still less than a McDonald's cheeseburger. It's less than, yeah, it can be, but some, a lot of Jamba Juice and a lot of, all that kind of shit, they have, there is a sugar base in there that they, they don't want you to know about. But they, there's like an added sugar, there's natural sugars, and all this sugar, sugar, sugar is what they're, you're trying to get out of your system. So, in theory, yes, a Jamba could be low points, but 
it's not. It's just not. So what do you think would be an ideal way to, to spend your day, you know, like if it's three meals a day or six little tiny ones or who knows what, what do you think are the things, okay, just imagine off the top of your head, what things have the lowest points? Um, uh, okay, so vegetables, non-starchy yeah. vegetables, so any kind of vegetable except potatoes. Let's stop at a gas station so I get you some gas. What is no, happening that's here? Not, that's, my car is... Is that having, the real thing? Where it says almost empty, like is no, this? No, that's fine. We're we're, we're good. Really? Yeah. Okay, so you just kind of have a in your brain, yeah, like, kind of what you put in. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so it's based on a. What could possibly go wrong, Cody? <laughs> based on a point system. Yeah. So, what? Yeah. Okay. So vegetables, fruits. What else? Eggs for some reason. Ah. Okay. They want, okay. They don't mind if you eat two eggs. You can a day. fill your belly with eggs. If, yeah, but then your calories and or your. Uh, Cholesterol is going up, you know, all that stuff. Well, and then there's research that says that eggs are, you know, everyone's, there's always something that contradicts what it said the year before. So this year, this year, eggs are hot. You know, they're not, they, exactly. they don't care about the cholesterol so much as, exactly. as they that used to. That could change. Yeah. That could change. Just like caffeine gotta, used to be bad, now it's good. to deal with eggs. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, that's knows? true. Whatever. So eggs are cool. Eggs. Uh, vegetables. Vegetable, fruits. Fruits. Uh, like very lean meats. Very lean, but only like a four ounce portion to a six ounce portion. Maybe that's three or four points. That's a good deal. Uh, rice, maybe, but only like in cups. Like, like I just had for my dinner. It was a full cup of rice, vegetables, and beans. Beans are great. Black beans. So beans are okay. Yeah, black beans, pinto beans, all that kind of shit. Are Bread is not so good, huh? Bread, not good. Uh, potatoes, are those okay? Starchy, starchy vegetables, not good. Starchy vegetables are cost you points, which bothers the hell out of me. I'm a fry man. I love french fries. Mm. I can't take it. Mm. I, I, I cheat once a week and have my fries. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. You know, don't tell anyone. That's great, because then audience. it becomes a treat. It becomes a it, very it special does. treat. Are you noticing that your taste buds, that the way that ta- things taste to you, taste... Mu- are you... Are you tasting things more now than you ever have before? I'm appreciating a vegetable more. Mm-hmm. That much I can tell you. Right. And, and and I go through these cycles where I just can't face a salad. It's like that salad is looking at me like it's angry and I can't eat it or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that mm-hmm. is. You know what I mean? I just go into that mode where I can't eat a salad, I can't eat vegetables, and that's, that's how I gain weight. That's... You know, I'll just go to starches. I'll go to, to burgers or something. Or in my case, I I'm try to stick to stick to vegetarian. So, uh, but I'm you know vegetarian burgers and stuff like that. It's all soy and that puffs you up and all that. So you Are you finding drink. yourself drinking more water? Oh yeah, yeah, you got to drink. Because you know. Um, from what I've heard, a lot of times our hunger pains are actually based on the fact that we are actually thirsty. That's right. They tell you drink a glass of water if you're feeling like a snack or you're feeling like. Oh, I'm so hungry. Drink. Come it's on. quite an interesting thing. Like, what? In, what? It, actually, that's like a, a a golden nugget if you think about it. Like, it might not be the answer that we think that we're looking for. Like, we're oh, I'm hungry. I want to eat some food. However, it's really cool to think that that hunger pain might possibly be coming around because it's letting us know that we actually are thirsty. thirsty. And if that's the case, and if the a couple of glasses of water, a lot of the uh, hunger pain. That that is actually really cool to hear that. Yeah, it's 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 a big part of it because it plays with your head. And one of the comedy bits I'm trying to work on right now is my stomach just lies to me blatantly. You know, uh, 
about being hungry or wanting to eat. You know, Craig, eat those fries. Come on, you're, mm. you've totally earned it, Spivet. Come on, you totally you earned, earned it. You have burned some fucking heat, man. Yeah, give yourself a fry. You burned God. it. I and said, you earned I said, it. eat the fries. Eat the eat the goddamn fries. Eat the goddamn fries. We're not leaving until you eat the fries. Oh my God. Oh my God. I think that's good. I think that's really I'm good. Working. I, I, I did that a couple times I got a huge laugh And I did it A couple times And just people were just Scared shitless that I was Oh they didn't like it Oh my god Was it the del- You just never know You never know you, People don't realize You know what I'm kidding Yeah I'm not gonna hurt you or me Yeah I'm just frustrated over french fries Yeah Come on oh now my god. folks He's yelling yeah. he's so I gotta a, learn to tone it he's down a, He's above the preferred decibel level Oh no <laughs> I'm too vaped out to Okay, everybody, break out your earplugs. I'm about to do comedy. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, ow, I, ow! Too much. <laughs> I am Kinnison to, to a certain degree on the volume stuff, and I, I'm trying to work beyond that. I don't want to scare. Is what if, in, what if you go the opposite way? You go in a whisper mode. Oh, no, just keep going straight. Okay, go straight. I, you know, I, and then fun. that's what I need to work and on. That's a great point. Like, no, that's a great point. It's like, come on, Greg. <laughs> that would be funny. You're right. That's the note. You know, that'd be, no, that's the note. It actually kind of. I mean, that just popped in my brain. Like, how funny would that be? Because people, I guess, wouldn't expect eat, that. Eat the fries, Greg. <laughs> Dude, the, that's good. I yeah. said, eat the goddamn. Fries. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. really passive oh, aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, and maybe through your teeth, eat the fucking fries. Eat it. Yeah. Eat, eat the fries. Eat it. I swear to God. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I will suck your cock for a goddamn fries, Craig. I don't care if I'm your own I mean, this stomach. This is coming from your stomach, yeah. by the way. I don't care if I'm your own stomach. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I will suck your dick dry. I'm goddamn fries. I don't know how so, that look. So, how many points is a fry? into the bathroom and his esophagus was sucking himself off. Yeah. Very strange. Plot twist. Not sure how that... I can't get the visual out of my head, but... So... What, how many points is a, is a, is a bag of uh, Jelly Bellies? Oh, that's got to be 20 points. Are you kidding me? Any kind oh. of sugar, all that crap. Ugh, uh-huh. get it. And it's funny how sugar can actually be disguised within fruit, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's natural sugar. That's that. exactly that's what bothers me. There's wonderfully delicious. God God wants us to eat natural sugars. And I thought that it was okay to eat natural sugars uh, then, then instead of high, uh, fructose yeah, corn syrup. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's all crap. Right. It's all gonna catch it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you would think that, that it's all right, but it's actually not. You know, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm doing what Oprah tells me to do with this. You know what I mean? Oprah uh-huh. says don't eat them. I know. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, um, at the end of all this, does she give you? Do you get like a the Oprah stamp of approval, like a brand? Oh so. Jesus! Like brand. I'm busting my ass over. I hope she gives me a car or. A, Hand job or something. Yeah, Jesus. you deserve it. You really deserve that Jeez. Oprah hand job. I love her. I in a minute, in a second. God bless her. Yeah, I. I, I is she the was, spokesperson? For, is she, she yeah, the she true spokesperson? In. She's like oh. co-owner or some oh. shit. You know, so she's oh. making it work. You know, she's gonna make it work. Oh, boy. So. I I don't know. I, I I just this weight has to come off. My back has been killing me. Uh, I can always tell when I'm just I'm at my max. You know what I mean? I, I got these hip issues that are going on, and I'm like, dude, come on. What are you doing? You know? So I've got... I've lost 10, I think, and now I'm... The goal is another another 10, and then another 10 after that. So I, I, I'd like to think I'm almost halfway there, but I'm not. I'm, I'm a third away there. I'm just trying to... Oh, well, you're, that's awesome. You're making progress. I'm making progress. Oh, yeah. I'm making progress. Um, that's all you can have. 
I thought. And it, it feels, it, you know, it's awesome when you see progress, when you actually see it happening. When you actually, it's funny. I'm going in the opposite direction. I'm trying to gain weight. So I know. I've been, I know. It's just, it's, I've been taking feel, this weight. Gainer. I hate you. I hate you for it. I've been taking this weight gainer, and I try to eat as many calories as possible. When I go into the store, I look up yogurt, and I'm like, okay, how many calories does this have? I look in the oatmeal aisle. I'm like, well, how many calories does this have? Because I, well, that's because I. That's it. I, I, I somehow oh, I learned to starve myself. Not, not intentionally. Not intentionally. I didn't try to be an anorexic by any means. But just, I think I drank a whole lot. Of, I would drink a lot of whole lot of coffee every day. And coffee is a is a uh, is a suppressant. It's a it's a weight suppressant. So I would drink so much of that, and then um, I would just ignore hunger pains, you know. And then um, you were doing that growing up. Oh, well over like the past few years. And so, um, would you like? Should we get some brewskis? Yeah, let's do the brewskis. As per tradition. Um, so I would just not. I I would I was able to just completely ignore hunger pains, and. Uh, and it was just like, you know, like anything, you know, oh, a bird's tweeting. Oh, I, you know, there's a bird out there. Oh, there's a car pass by. Oh, it's a hunger pain. Um, so I would just, I would just watch it pass by and um, I just really wasn't totally hungry because I was drinking so much coffee. I was up to like two pots a day. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And then. That's why you're so spunky. I think that's probably it. And then, so. Then I noticed people comment on me going, oh, geez, you're, you're losing so much. You know, you're, you're, you're starting to look like a skeleton. You're starting to lose all this weight. So now I, I, I um, talked to my buddy Lawrence, who's a nutritionist, and he was telling me things that I could do to help, you know, to, to get some weight. So I've just been getting this, like, weight gainer powder and right. different stuff. And it's interesting because I'm seeing, I'm seeing the changes in the opposite direction, which are making me happy to see myself filling out a little bit more. But I also have to do it for a film role. That's a, that's one of the big reasons why I have to do um, this this horror film that's coming up. He's like Kurt, you know, you better put some meat on the on your on What's your bones. It's called House in the Middle of Nowhere. House in the Middle of Nowhere. And I'm gonna play. I don't know if I'm a cannibal or if I'm just a oh, like a, a really um, scary guy. Hello, dude. Hi, nice haircut, man. Oh, look at that. Um, also, you know, what I'm thinking. I think Craig and I deserve some of the, the two fireball, just two fireball shots oh, in addition to these. Ticate. I like it. There we go. I likes it. I likes it. Uh, you want to take a bag, boss? Uh, sure, okay. That sounds good. There we go. How you going? I got money. No, no, no. You drove me here. Oh. This is the least I can do. I twist my arm already. Right, I'm taking advantage I'm of Goodwill. My favorite po- I'm hanging out with my favorite podcaster for crying right. out loud. How should I not? Bless your head. To call mine the Kurt cast because you're literally listening. That's right. You're listening to the Kai Kurt. You're listening to the Kurt I noticed your. Um, oh, no, no, thank you. No, thank you for the seat. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. Good hair. I noticed um, I noticed that you're. So you, you used to have a podcast before, and that's on a number of different distribu- podcast distribution places, I noticed. Yeah, like, unless it's, your, unless it's the same one that you got now. Yeah, dude, I was, I was Googling it. Um, it on? I thought I, I put some on SoundCloud. Just oh gosh, what was it? There, or it could be this one. It could be this one. It could be this anchor I have one. But no idea where this is. But there are some titles up there that I didn't recognize that were like titles that I didn't see on Anchor. Um, so I was. It could be maybe, because I I started reading chapters of Comedy Will Save Us All, and I put those on SoundCloud. Oh, it could be that. And that's, I started those, but then 
SoundCloud only gives you like 10 free ones and then you got to pay up. And I was oh, like, fuck yeah. that. I ain't. Yeah. This fucking website sucks. You know, so I, I get, I just did the 10 and I was like, fuck that. I fucking, I, you know. So you're, I mean, you're on a lot, I don't know if you know this, but you're on a lot of, you're distributed in a lot of places. Anchor really puts it out there for you. All right, well, I'll look in it in terms yeah. of... Uh, and and I have a bunch of, I have a bunch of um, other ones that I researched, other distribution sites that oh, okay. I'll email you. Yeah, 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 let me know. But you really got to, you know, it's something where... Like you could spend a whole day Like that's what I did I, I just went hog wild Searching for any Podcast directories Podcast apps okay. um, Places where you could put your RSS feed And I really You know Should we, should we Do you think Oh yeah. yeah I'm sure we should be able to drink it on, on the bed Hey man Good to see you again Good How are you I know Oh it's great I can't see you How are you sir What you got there this is we're recording. Oh, oh yeah, we got we, our we podcast going. Oh cool. Oh nice. good. So here we here we are with Noel. So Noel, how how long has Sunspace been going? Uh, not very long. <laughs> I mean, well, too long, but not long enough. You know what I'm saying? Well, about how many years? Uh, in in Earth years, I'd say three years. Three years. Well, look look at all the interest you've built up in such a short amount of time. I know. Well, this what show can I say? this really show good. is packed every week, folks. Yeah. Every week. Every week, it always surprises you. People just come filtering in. A lot of regulars. Well, yeah. A lot of returning so champions. We always, every week, we think no one's going to come, and <laughs> no one's here yet. You're the only guys here now. Right, and then by the, right. end, by the time the show starts, yeah, yeah. everyone just starts filtering in. And, and the reason is it's just such a great show. It really is. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. We're always putting it on, on Instagram and, and yeah. getting it out there in the world so people... So is your friend Abby? She's going. I tried to carpool. I tried to get Kurt and her... Because... Uh, they live near each other. She said she's uh, she's still printing out what she's doing. Great. And she's got to walk the dog, so she's going oh, separate. No, but she'll be here. She'll but be here by a quarter she, I send her, Yeah, that's so she cool. She is incredible. I'm, I stand by. I can't I'm, wait for you to see her. I, uh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I'm, so I'm if people want to... You when you say, oh, Greg knows down. Yeah. Oh, I love the fact that you, that you're, you know, she showed up just... That yeah, last time, and all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden she's getting involved. the show, you're going to be like, hey, I want to get involved, right? I mean, oh, absolutely. Oh, I'd like to... Put in my request to do a, another slot when you have. Uh, well, you said you, you have some kind of dance thing or something. I got a dancing yeah. move. So I now. love and it. I got two more, I love two it. more music bits that I want to Hey, how's it going? Nice to see you. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. You just here for the show to watch it? Do you know someone that's performing? Or? Uh, no, I'm just here to watch. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> cool. Guy comes off the street, boom, yeah. just here to watch. Yeah. So uh, that's, what's, that's what's so great about this. Usual is that, Tuesdays with Noel. Yeah, that's right. A lot of these places that you go to, which are, you know, like the open mics and everything, usually the people who are, everyone who's sitting out there in the audience is usually someone who's going to perform. So they're all, you know, it's very rarely just organic they're people. They're looking at their watch, waiting right. for right. Yeah. Whereas here, it's great. The pe- in, in addition to the people who are in the audience right. who want to get up and perform, it's also a whole bunch of people who are just there to see the show, which is great. Right. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's and that's why we never say it's an open mic. It's not an open mic because it's a show. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be part of the show, yeah, just let us know and you can be part of the show. But we don't call it an open mic because it's something a little different than an open mic. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, how long did it take for you to make your paper mache masks? Those are so awesome. Oh, yeah, that takes a while. It's just this process that I've been doing over the years with friends, you know, for years and years and years. And so, you know paper mache you work on it for an hour here then you put it down then you get it all but the opera that we're doing on thursday this coming thursday is oh uh God. yeah is 
features two of the masks, and that's going to be a big deal. That's that's wow. this Thursday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just love that you guys are always experimenting here. Yeah. This is well. This is going to be the most incredible thing in the history of the world. This is um, this is a, an opera called "It's a Squirrel's World." It's a. Uh, it's a squirrel's world. Yeah, it's a squirrel's world, and it's um. Uh, the music is written by the composer Brad Duitz, who's an amazing composer, percussionist. He's and he's gonna have his quartet, which is uh, English horn and oboe, uh, bass clarinet and uh, cello and marimba. The marimba is, Whoa, you know, oh like twelve God. feet long. Yeah. Whoa! And, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be badass. And um and plus, I'm I'm singing the libretto and I yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. And you guys have had a lot of rehearsals for this craziness. Um, we've had enough rehearsals. We just, just, Where do you have the rehearsals? Just right here? Um, well, we're going to be rehearsing here a little bit tomorrow. And then uh, it, the music was composed at Brad's studio up the street. He happens to live nearby. He's an amazing... He's one of the great percussion, uh, percussionists you'll ever, you'll ever run into. And he's wow. also... He's amazing. Uh, yeah, anyway. And these... Yeah, I mean, these musicians are just, like, ridiculous. They're just, like... I've never... never had, it's just insane. Insane. So this is going to be a really cool show. That's the day after tomorrow. So. Boom. So where are some of the great places that people can go to, let's say if they want to donate to the, because this is a 501c3, right? Yeah, you could go on to um, sunlandsunspace.com, sunspace.com, sun, sunspace.com, and, um, or sunlandsunspace at Gmail, and you'll find us. Yeah, you Google sunspace. Is that the, your PayPal? Uh, I think think it's um i'm not is it paypal or what we definitely have a way to you know right it's a link oh, that's right, to, cool. to, to, to donate right oh there. that's yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. and we have instagram and uh yeah. facebook i don't think we're hard to find if no, you no, want no. to support it but yeah i think you'll you uh i think you want to support it once you come out and see it you know mm-hmm. and, and see that it's worthwhile to support because it's not just for us it's for everybody you know and, and people that all kind of musicians uh, dancers filmmakers whatever they have want a place to uh, showcase their work um, this would be a great place to do it because it's you know it's it's a place it's not like you know putting it up in some bar where there's you know no one's listening or it's all noisy it's like if you do it here yeah. it's a, it's, a, it's people it's are going to be listening space, and, yeah it's a safe space would, yeah. in the good yeah. sense of the word it's like uh, you could people will be listening it sounds good we have a great sound system we have a great video yeah. system it's not like going to look crappy it's going to look good it's going to sound good it's going to be you know so yeah. I love how experimental this place is and how like it just fought, like I brought my friend here for the first time and she she was just blown away. She's like, oh, is this going to be strange? I'm like, yeah, very strange and weird <laughs> and like completely surreal and you're going to love it because yep. like people just start. I just love how the audience, the audience suggestions and yeah. how how before, you know, what, everyone's like singing along and I see guys bringing their flutes along and, yeah. you know, just adding to the to the musical extravaganza as it unfolds. Yeah. Um we're open to anything as you know and we've never had to make rules about stuff because um people get the vibe we're not we're like we're very like you said safe in the sense that we're totally inclusive to everybody so if someone's like has a bad vibe or they're like an asshole they don't even they don't even hang out they just leave right right so or you know if people want to come and be route like start a fight or something they just leave you know so we we don't have to like make rules we don't have any rules because people get the idea they come here and we're everyone's cool everyone wants to have a good time Mm -hmm. um we're not a place that people come just to get wasted or anything like that. We're just a place to, you know, for artists, you know, everyone, and every, you know, and there's a lot of artists out there, a lot of people that are working full time at all kind of jobs, but they're artists, you know, so. Um, and a lot of artists who are looking for a place exactly like this, where they can really experiment and really, you yeah. know, stretch their mind and be sloppy, be messy and not worry about it. Or try things that are, yeah, because people can get, it. Can, it's amazing how 
conservative uh, the arts can be. You know, it like is. In it rock, really is. Like things like rock and roll and com- comedy. Um, it's it's shocking and appalling when you go to a comedy club how conservative yeah. it is and how if someone does something yeah. a little out of the ordinary. Um, there, people I'm, are I'm like, looking to to push a little. Yeah, I can't do that elsewhere. That's why I'm. Yeah, do something. Yeah, <laughs> but if I you can. know, yeah, you always can. I mean, and you know, as long as what you're doing is like, you know, is something that's you know oh, heartfelt and real, you know, real as opposed to yeah, and everyone's you know, it's like. Anyway, I, I have another yeah, friend it's authentic. of mine. I would like uh, you to, to bring in for a slot and myself. And I, I, can I just email you for? Oh, always, yeah. Okay, I'll, and I'll have my sunspace at gmail or at gmail and you know, um, and uh, I will get right back to you and couple, put you in. A couple mm. friends that I'm thinking of that um, I'll have email you, and uh, they're yeah, they're totally always... out of the norm. I don't know what you'd call yeah. it, and I feel like that they're and myself we're struggling in the mainstream comedy clubs because we're there's just a restraint there. And they, well, the we comedy club, need, yeah. The mainstream comedy a, clubs yeah. are really... Um, I've spent a lot of times there. They're really... Actually, there's a lot of uh, negativity there. A lot and, of, yeah, of homogeneity. And, and also a lot of... Um, there's there's a lot of negative. I it's there's it's not a really great place in a lot of ways. I mean, I love the comedians. I love comedians. It's the hardest... I think the hardest thing to do really but yeah. uh, at the same time it's like comedy clubs are very um uh there's a lot of uh, bad vibes in there and there's a lot of uh and that could be said of a lot of places but it's it's amazing that something like comedy or rock and roll that people would um try to uh constrict people from doing being creative and it's amazing how if you do something a little out of the ordinary at a mm-hmm. comedy club people go oh he's weird you know it's it like quiet. That's yeah. weird it gets quiet real what's fast. weird what's weird i mean i mean have you ever get out in the world you know it's like <laughs> you're in los angeles i mean it's amazing to me how conservative in rock and roll it's the same thing rock and they're roll so cons- it's I, you go to the classical music oh that's stuff no classical music they do the most crazy out there shit you've yeah, ever seen yeah. with rock and roll. It's like, oh, you better play a Stratocaster through a to this kind of amp, and, and you better have the right kind of clothes, or boy, you're some kind of weirdo. It's like, mm-hmm. this is rock and roll, yeah. man. You're supposed to get out there. Anyway, yeah. I'm going off here, but it's like, <laughs> come on, man. It's like, uh, as long as it's about, as long as everyone's, you know, uh, has a beautiful vibe about them and loves each other. It's like, that's all. Okay, oh, let me go talk. Yeah, oh. that's okay. Hey, thank you. Thank you. We'll see you in there. We'll see you in there. We'll see you in there. That was Noel. And guess what? Now we're going to dive into our tecates. All right, we'll be back in a second. I'm going to take a break. Okay, I'll take a break too. Perfect time for a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
the the uh, remnants of the, the creatures that were roaming, not here, but uh, <laughs> in, in different places. Anyway, I, I'm just, just you can tell that I'm overcome with um, something, and that's what joy. Overcome with joy. How about you? Are you overcome with joy? Yes, you are. And that's why we're getting happy because <laughs> who is coming up next? Hey, DJ, serious goose, get serious now. Here we go, go. <laughs> I always like to remind him too. Every can, week, I can I can I record you for my podcast? Sure. Okay. Okay. So okay. Um, we're sitting here with. Can you please give them your full name? Uh, my name's Angelo Mike. And you are responsible for Angelo's mom, the the uh, the hit. Uh, YouTube series. Uh, that's right. I am. Thank you. And you actually screened it here last time at Sunspace. Uh, I have, yes. What what week was that? What was that date? Do you oh remember? My goodness. I, I don't remember the date. What's actually, the date today? The 19th of November. Okay. So it must have been about two weeks ago. He screened it here. And uh, what's so interesting, I've been talking with him about, is the what's so crazy is he was um, a big fan of the Whip Snake. Uh, Steven, what's his name? Steve Clymer? Steve Clymer, yeah. And so you came, how the heck did you exactly come across? My, what was uh, the first time? My friend was coming here for a concert. I saw on Facebook and said he was here. I was like, what the hell? Come out. Just go But to how did you hear about the but the actual uh, uh, videos? Uh, those were just sort of like out there on the internet collecting, you know, hundreds of thousands of views over the years. Oh my and, God. And they were just kind of this part of this lore of this weird pocket of the internet that I always knew about. And nobody knew who this guy was or what he was about. I'm like, these guys are, it's like Steve Clymer. Yeah, that like something coming directly from their brains shot out into the world, and and they just disappear, and we have no idea who they are. How how long were you? I love that. How long were you a fan of these videos? At least probably six years, maybe longer. Oh my god! They've been around for like ten years. I, I suppose. Oh my god! Around, somewhere around there. And so you said you would try to reach them, huh? I did. I messaged them. I like to do that. You know, when I when I'm a fan of someone, just reach out, let them know who I am, say I really it's like. It's great. Them. Because it's a kindred spirit, isn't it? Yeah, you never know that. that that's, you feel like you relate to them in the, some way. Yeah. What's the point of just watching and turning it off? I want them. I want to be connected to them somehow. Because I, I want love to be it. Part of that too. Co-author of you know what they're doing and and maybe work with them someday too. So you you end up moving out here and then your friend ends up telling you about Sunspace. Uh, that that's exactly it. Yeah. And then I what did you find better. out next? I walk in and I see Stu Cranston slash Steve. A climber standing right there. I'm like, wait a minute. I recognize you. I was just watching his videos that day. Oh, just about that him, day. And I just bought his book, oh a different God. one from the one he just advertised here. He oh, had another oh, one. Oh, so, he, he, so he actually wrote a book. Yeah. Oh, it, my God. It's mostly pictures, but both pictures of rocks it. and cactus and stuff. Oh, but my God. It's funny. It takes about 10 minutes to read, but yeah. Um, Brilliant. It's, it's another, like, sort of, uh, well, it's actually, no, it's different from the lifestyle guys. It's more like a science book from a really uh, twisted scientist. Oh my Steve god, Clark. so you were just brought out to Sunspace and then you realized that Noel is that man. That's right. Oh my exactly. god. So now we're here, we're here about to hear uh, another, another alter ego of his, uh, Austin Drizzle. Here, I'll let you listen to a little bit of this. Well, what a wonderful opportunity it is for you to be here with me. Yeah! 
And they always ask people if they ever see anything in this world. Have you ever seen anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah! If you ever see anything, take a picture of it and send it on in old sun space. And we call it... We call it... <laughs> what do we call it? Well, what do we call it? Well, you know... And I've been doing this old, all this. We call it "Show Us What You Got." <laughs> Show us what you got. And this was sent in by old Terrell Scout. Lives up over off of uh, Oravista Street. Sent in picture. Old, we got it. Food <laughs> just over here on Glen Oaks Boulevard. Checked in it. 71 degrees today. Best cup of coffee in town. Tell Austin Dressing <laughs> Hey, it's Brado Projecto. This is Man Behind the Machine. What are your favorite 80s Halloween movies or 80s Halloween soundtracks? Either you parties you've been to before or music soundtracks you listen to. Some of my favorite in the 80s is Oigo Boigo. Michael Jackson, Thriller, is at the top. Ghostbusters soundtrack, what are your top three movie Halloween soundtracks and top three movie Halloween sounds and movies? Cheers. That's a good question, man, behind the machine. Uh, you know, I, I used to listen to the Crow soundtrack a lot. That was, uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of good selections on there. Uh, I haven't listened to the Dust Till Dawn soundtrack, however, since I know that uh, Quentin Tarantino helped out uh, Robert Rodriguez put that together, I can only assume there's probably some great music uh, on there. Uh, for about a week, I think I was reading um, the Black Pumpkin script, and so I was listening to Halloween, the, the uh, Halloween movie soundtrack. I was listening to that. So I was reading screenplay and then making little additions and subtractions. Um, you know, I don't know Christmas. I don't know if it's considered horror or not, but I love that soundtrack. I love the Yeah, I love I love that soundtrack. It's real of course. Can't go wrong with thriller. Right now, there's a guy on a flute and a guy who's on an acoustic guitar, and um, they have these music stands in front of them. And I'm thinking, how funny would that be if, like, you have this whole thing planned, but you have these music stands up there just to make it look like you're reading off of sheet music that's on there? But really, you're just going off the rails on this thing. But it'd be funny to be able to have the music stand there to make it look like, you know, and then you could glance down at it and reference it as if you're actually playing it off a, off a uh, sheet of... Uh, like a music, uh, sheet music, sheet music. Kurt, you are so funny releasing that weed in Amsterdam message that I sent to you a while ago. No, 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 people. There is no weed on the Strong Body, Strong Soul show right now. <laughs> there is talk of copyright infringement. And Kurt, 
Maybe when you find time, maybe you and I can do an interview, a record with friends kind of thing out here and talk about it, about use of music on our podcasts out here. I mean, obviously you are a musician and obviously my Strong Body, Strong Soul theme song that you gifted me with is amazing to play. I love it. But what happens if I'm at a Yachtly Cruise show at the Canyon Club? Is it okay if I play the music on my podcast in the background or am I in trouble? What do you think? Inquiring minds want to know. For those of you who don't know me, I've been here a number of times talking about dinosaurs. I've been doing a few shows about sex and flight and feathers and armor and weapons and everything, but what we normally have been doing lately is just an update on what's been going on in paleontology just since I was here in, I guess, October. So, um... I always enjoy Noel's um, uh, kind of invitations to join you guys. We love you. You're amazing. Thank you. So what we're going to do is just the paleontology news for the winter of 2019. <laughs> this is since last October. What we're looking at here is a dinosaur we found in Antarctica. Now, y'all know because of my previous talks that all y'all should think about dinosaurs with feathers. Thank you. So let's talk about um, some of these. Now, if y'all see these youngsters here, that's a ceratopsian called in the Triceratops family. And this was discovered in British Columbia in October 2019. A beautiful specimen, complete specimen of a, uh, a Triceratops, a what I call a ceratopsian. This is a, uh, a dinosaur, very large, so maybe the size of two elephants. And it's called Ferrosaurus sustinensis, and that Ferrosaurus just means an iron, uh, iron, iron mountain. It's found in first one. And um, the next thing I want to talk about is a dinosaur feathers that we found in Antarctica at the South Pole. We actually found it in Australia, but at the time, that these feathers were produced by these dinosaurs. The continent was called Gondwana land, and it was at the South Pole. So if you think about why would a dinosaur need feathers at the South Pole, maybe they're using it for warmth, which means dinosaurs aren't cold-blooded, they're warm-blooded. A beautiful, beautiful specimen. For people who don't know, I'm really interested in dinosaurs that are very early in the game. So 230 million years is way before, um, it's right at the beginning of the, it's, it's right at the beginning of dinosaurs. So this is a very early dinosaur, just recently discovered, sort of a cousin to Herrerasaurus. Herrerasaurus is the earliest dinosaur that we have. And she's a beautiful specimen. I'll tell you what we have. She's about the size of a, sort of a German Shepherd, Great Dane. Uh, look at these claws. That's an amazing animal there. It's definitely carnivorous very early in the game, 230. Um, when we see these dinosaurs, I don't want you to think of them as like this. That paleontologist, this is what we actually have. And there's a drawing of what we have down here. But you can definitely see that she's a carnivore. Those recurved teeth 
aren't for snagging ferns. <laughs> we found a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dinosaur morph. This is not a dinosaur. This is sort of the proto-dinosaur before while we're becoming dinosaurs. And we, everything that's highlighted in white is what we found. Everything in gray is uh, supposed. And she's a uh, sort of the reptile dinosaur split. Very rare. We don't have very many of these. And I'll share with you, this was sitting in a box in a museum for 20 years. Okay? Somebody said, hey, let's go look at this box. And they found this. And it's really super interesting to me from a paleontological standpoint because this is not a carnivore. This is a very, very early dinosaur that's an herbivore. This is probably the earliest specimen that we have at each point. One, one very, very William Park Carey. Very good William Park Carey. K-E-R-I. Everybody who's been here before and talked to me, they know I'm really interested in birds, and I look at birds, and I watch birds every weekend, and study them all the time. And birds are descended from... Thank you. So we found a beautiful bird just recently in November in Japan. Terex Prima. Fukuriferix Prima, whatever you want to say. F-U-K-U-I-P-T-E-R-Y-X-P-R-I-M-A. Now, when I show you that, that's a reconstruction book, so we didn't actually find that. This is what we found, and there's a drawing of it there, and you can see all it, but that's a lot of information, and we can tell a lot about this bird. This is before birds split into dinosaurs, so this is a very, very exquisite specimen from Japan. Don't usually see stuff from Japan, so very wonderful to see. I'm not only interested in dinosaurs, but also I'm an ecologist, so I care about all the plants and trees and insects and the lizards, too. This is a lizard with a crayfish in its stomach. It's super, super interesting to me, okay? So we can just say lizards ate crayfish. Well, lizards can't swim. So that means it was hunting along the side of the bank, and that's really good ecological information. Um, I'm not only just interested in dinosaurs. Let me introduce you to your relative. She was found just recently. 13 million years ago. Uh, her name is uh, Nyanthipithecus elisi, and she's a primate, but this is a five million years before apes and humans split. So this is your relative before human apes and chimpanzees and bonobos split off from each other. Uh, apes and humans split about seven million years ago. A wonderful find. That's the skull. I'm very interested in early hominid evolution. And this is a wonderful specimen of paper. Super fascinating. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Like lots of questions, I'm sure. Like, I just want to ask because last time uh, that's crazy talked about uh, in no, it was just a few months ago. They found in Simi Valley. Now, there's no dinosaurs found in Southern California, but the, in Simi Valley, what did they find in just a few months ago? Uh, Proto whale. Right? This is in Simi Valley, uh, with like a type of hippopotamus. It was 
as the hippos were moving from the land back into the ocean, this is a whale they found in Simi Valley with four legs, like kind of a hippo in the water, okay, swimming, an aquatic hippo, a marine, not an aquatic, this is a fully marine, eats fish in the water with legs. So come on, oh wait, we have a question, Hannah? I was wondering if you could um, talk a little bit more about the splitting of birds into the dinosaur. So just because, I wanted to explain something in evolution, just because your grandfather had your father doesn't mean your grandfather died. So when a bird in a dinosaur, there's something called a proto-bird that's got a tail and teeth, that's a dinosaur, that has wings, that's a bird, and it's kind of a proto-bird, but not really left a dinosaur. But when these animals transition from dinosaurs to birds, they don't actually die. The, the dinosaurs that are sort of proto-birds still live on, as well as the new forms as well. So the transition occurred 165 million years ago, and birds have been evolving ever since. They shortened their tail, got really small, and they kept this dinosaur respiratory system that's completely hollow in its uniflow direction. It goes in one direction and stays in there and gets super, gets all the oxygen gets out and goes out the other way. So it's only unidirectional flow. So birds have this dinosaurian respiratory system and the transition, we can see birds, we can see dinosaurs. And this concept of birds descended from dinosaurs is well known. It was Darwin wrote the origin of the species in 1859. In 1860, they found Archaeopteryx. And Huxley and Darwin said, oh, I guess birds are descended from dinosaurs. It's, here's a proto-dinosaur that's a bird. Transition, it's a transitional fossil. And then around the 1900s, that went away in the United States. But everybody has known that birds are descended from dinosaurs for many hundreds of years, about 150 years now. Yeah, so anyway, you can go talk to Andrew, he's walking right up and talking. Hey, what's going on? I just thought he's like totally cool. So, thank you once again, Andrew Asaurus, everybody. Yeah. Okay. We're going to keep this this thing rolling. Uh, we got an artist by the name of Will who's going to come up here and do something like We'll also have a, a comic by the name of Abby who has never. Woo! I'm very excited about Abby's performance. Yeah. So, we got some good things to come out here. Are you excited about performing tonight? DJ, my comic. My Are you comedy. excited? You're the comedy. I love it. Nice big egg for us. And we're going to be uh, right back. Yeah. With uh, Will. Craig, I'm recording on my podcast. How cool is that that Abby's ready to play tonight, huh? It's going to be a landmark performance. I'm very excited. For uh, the Sunland Sunspace to experience oh, Abby, check. Oh my God! It's gonna be insane. Poetry. It's gonna be. It's zany poetry. It's amazing. Uh, I've heard it, and uh, it's gonna blow, blow the roof off. Now, what are your thoughts? Do you think that she? So she, she, she is uncertain whether she actually memorized it or not. Do you think it's? What are your thoughts? At a place like this, it seems to me like it'd be just perfectly fine to carry, actually carry the papers up there with her. I think uh, it, it's that kind of place. Yeah, it's not going to matter uh, uh, either way. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of uh, 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 reach and best possible reaction. It's not going to matter one way or the other. She's got papers in front of her. 
uh, or not, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Uh, either way, it's going to happen, and uh, heads are going to be blown. That's all I Would you feel that they, they really uh, allow for sloppiness, messiness at this place? Uh, it's a loose room. It's a loose room. I like Very loose. I, I like what I feel here. I like what I see here. Uh, Do you think environments like this are important for the creative process to thrive and to grow in the directions that they really aspire to? No, I think this is, in, in truth, this is like the only kind of place where an artist can really branch out and break through uh, and really, really uh, push the space. You know what I mean? Like, if you're in regular comedy clubs, you can, you can offer an established routine. And that's fine. That's gonna work, but it better be within two margins. I think uh, here, here, no margins. No do, margins. Do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. That's what I'm. And that's what I'm looking for. Do you feel that this place kind of inspires you to really experiment in directions that you never would have even thought I'm of experimenting well, yeah, no, before? I, I'm kicking myself. Uh, with my last performance here, I did my basic standard routine. But you had no idea. You I know? had no idea. That, but I had no you idea. had to do it in order. You know, that's I, the I, I the You fifth, had to do it I before the you realized. <laughs> I had to do it. God, God willing, you'll book, book me again, and I won't disappoint. And uh, I'm really going to jump out of the box next You didn't time. disappoint anybody. No, 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 I know. You know, you were God what you God were. God See, that they're, they're willing to accept whatever you are up there. I think That's so. what's I, so cool. I, I, but, you know, I wanna, I'm want to. i realizing now that I, I've got more in me and stuff that's, that's definitely uh, outside of the parameters and outside of the I think Abby's going to feel that when she's up there. She's going to really uh, uh, go uh, third rail, outside margin, whatever it is you want to. However you want to look at it, I think yeah. she, I think she's gonna go Kaufman-esque. Like coloring outside of lines. Coloring outside. Of, there ain't gonna be no lines. Let me tell you, there ain't gonna be no lines, baby. <laughs> no, it's gonna be a good show. It's like the Kerouac, uh, like when he'd write his books, he was on that one roll of. Remember that? Oh yeah, absolutely. one roll, no, 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 just no, no, one roll. No, no, no. He didn't stop. He didn't stop and get a new page. He just went all the way through. So that's what three days in a motel with. All the meth you can eat will do to her for you. You know what I mean? That's, that, that was Kerouac, right? And I think we're still in the throes of that now, even as yeah. we speak, even as we experience. I'm, yeah, I'm a big Kerouac guy. I like Kerouac. Uh, it, 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 it's kind of like the next Kerouac will be discovered here. You know what I mean? That, that's well, the thing is, and I feel that man is Bobby Deerfield. I mean, word on the street. From what I've heard, this man's a conga extraordinary. I mean, he sings great songs. What? I mean, dude, can you imagine him playing here? It would blow the roof off the place, baby. It would absolutely. Bobby, Bobby's ready for this place if, if they're ready for Bobby. That's all I can. That's all I can do. As Bobby's manager, as his guru, or he's my guru. I, you know, one of them or the other. Yeah, it would be. Uh, it'd be lightning strike right here somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Well, we will talk more later. Uh, and thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this segment of paleontology and with Craig Spivak and. What's Abby's last name? Schechner. Uh, S-C-H-A-C-H-N-E-R. Thank you.